the This Week in Music History podcast with Marty Miller from Nova.ie and Radio Nova. Hello there, boys and girls. I hope you've had an all right week and welcome to this, our weekly podcast, looking back at the week that was in music history. And this time, it's the week of February 28th until March 4th. Tell you what, there wasn't long left for Kurt Cobain in 1994. This was the week of the OD. U2 gave us their War album in 1983 this week. Bono had words back then that still ring really true to this day. And in 1995, The Foos debuted live. We'll talk about that and so much more over the next few minutes. But promise, I won't keep you too long. Deal? Deal. 1976 is where we'll start when Paul Simon's Still Crazy After All These Years is named the best pop vocal performance and gets album of the year at the annual Grammy Awards. And uh, most of all, i like to thank uh, Stevie Wonder who didn't make an album this year. So. 1983, U2 give us their third studio album, It's War. This became the album that knocked Michael Jackson's Thriller from the top of the UK album charts. And interesting words from Bono back in 1983 when you consider what's going on now. There's a state of mind we're getting at. Um, Conflict, struggle on all levels, war between lovers, war in the home, war on the streets, the friction of city life. Um, And of course, a song like Sunday, Bloody Sunday, which is the first song on the first side of war, is a song we wrote about our home, a song which we ran away from for a long time, a song we believe in. It says, how long, how long must we sing this song? It's a song of disgust, because though this record is called War, its theme is surrender. To 1969 we go, and always trouble not too far behind him. Jim Morrison of The Doors was charged with lewd behaviour after showing his bits to an audience during a show in Miami. This became the infamous Miami incident. Now, the band say he didn't do it, but people say he did. He was sentenced and found guilty, and there was hard labour on the way for him, but... While the whole thing was on appeal, Jim legged it to Paris. From that show in 1969 in Miami... Yeah, something was going to happen, wasn't it? In 1973 this week, Pink Floyd gave the world... Well, actually, it was more the US this week... Their eighth studio album, Dark Side of the Moon. Lots of magic happened when they made this album. I think we were all motivated. Uh, we were working at Abbey Road, which was a really nice place to work. We were such close friends, you know. Remembering games and daisy chains and laughs. I can remember the moment of sitting down at Abbey Road and listening to it. It was in studio, control room of number three. Turn the speakers up to pretty nice and loud and you listen to the whole thing through and that is a moment of that is really magic remember when Paul Simon said during his Grammy Awards thank you to Stevie Wonder for not releasing anything well Stevie was rather good when it came to collecting Grammys 1974 Album of the Year, Inner Visions, Best R&B Song and Best Vocal for Superstition and Pop Vocal Performance for You Are the Sunshine of My Life Stevie Wonder I hope that all of you know that I'm fantastically 
fantastically thankful. To 1991 we go, and 21 years after it first came out, Freeze, All Right Now, made number two on the UK singles chart. Why? Well, because it ended up in a television commercial for chewing gum. Wrigley Spearmint Gum. Great to chew. Even better to share. It was this week back in 1995 that Foo Fighters made their live debut in Portland, Oregon. It's a Former Oasis drummer Tony McCarroll and his former bandmates Oasis were in the courts this week. He got half a million quid when he was looking for millions in unpaid royalties. He'd been sacked by the band in 1995 and a very nice fella is Tony McCarroll. You know, uh, I never wanted to be in that position in the first place. I wish, you know, I really didn't wish it had to go that far. I mean, best and worst time of your lives really, of my life, so to say. But, uh, you've got to move along you know in all honesty I've got to be proud and happy that I was part of something so big we got you know five normal lads took something from nothing to the heights kind of thing it was fantastic back to 1966 we go and John Lennon said something about the Beatles being bigger than Jesus well all hell broke loose there was other Beatles like other people say I just said they are having more more influence on kids and things than anything else, including Jesus. But I said it in that way, which is the wrong way. Yeah. 1990, Bill Wyman of the Rolling Stones and his bride of nine months, Mandy Smith, split up. You'll remember on the day Charlie Watts at the wedding said something like... I don't think it's a good match. I said, I'm happy for him. I mean, I don't know anything about it. Perhaps I have made a decent man out of him. You think he's settled down? That's another story, I don't know. <laughs> and in 1994, Kurt Cobain of Nirvana spent 20 hours in a coma after overdosing on champagne and rohypnol. It was the beginning of the end. Of course, he'd be gone by April of 1994. Kurt Cobain's partying almost killed him. The lead singer of the rock band Nirvana, seen here in a recent video, is slowly recovering from a massive drug overdose in Rome. Cobain slipped into a coma last night after taking a large dose of painkillers with champagne. But he is conscious again, and doctors are optimistic he's going to fully recover. And that is a little look at the week that was in music history, February 28th to March 4th. Thank you for checking out our podcast. We do it daily on the radio, and there's more on Nova.ie.